Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand finances can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone, and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified kingdom advisor, a certified financial planner, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and your host for the next 30 minutes. Now, this week is part two when we're talking about kingdom advisors. And if you're not familiar what a kingdom advisor is, kingdom advisor is a faith-based financial advisor who has gone through the training through Ron Blue. Actually, he was my trainer specifically through Ron Blue and other training curriculum so that we can understand how to give faith-based biblical financial insight, wisdom, and counsel to you as we put together a financial plan. Now, every year we meet, all the financial advisors come down. You have a room full of faith-based individuals singing, worshiping the Lord. Then you have it where we're having our breakout sessions where we're learning all different components. And the three main things that I felt I learned when I walked away was one, there's a wealth transfer coming. And folks, we're not talking about a few hundred dollars. We're talking about anywhere between 68 to 140 trillion, that's with a T, that will be transferred into the hands of, get this, women. It's coming to the women. They say 70% of the wealth by 2030 will be controlled by women, which means the women must be prepared. So husbands, Men, I'm talking to you. Make sure that your wife is comfortable with a conversation when it comes to money, that she can have confidence and say, I know what to do when the resources come. I know how to lead the family. I know how to lead myself. They need to be empowered in three key areas. There needs to be a spiritual awareness. There needs to be emotional intelligence, which I know not many men can say that to their spouse or to a woman. Hey, get some emotional intelligence, but I can. And the last area between spiritual awareness, emotional intelligence becomes that financial savvy of understanding how money works. That was a key component at Kingdom Advisors this year, a call to action among all the Christian financial advisors who attended saying, help get the women ready for what's about to be transferred into their hands because it's coming. The other area that we focused on when we were there is we talked about the economy. What's happening here? You know, is this just a false rally? Will we perhaps be retesting what we felt back in September and October? Nobody wants to hear that, la, 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 right? But I know as a certified financial planner, I need to be aware of that. To sit with my clients and say, hey, we're starting to come up a little bit. Now might be a good time that we might want to reposition. Or are you good to go through a few bump more bumps in the road? So we talked about the economy and the impact of inflation and everything that's going on. That was another key point. And we're going to make sure whether it's today's program or next week's program, that we begin to really deal with that. And then the third area that there was a lot of focus on this year is that there are a lot of faith-based fi family businesses that have been grown and now's coming the time where mom and dad need to retire. No, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about all the faith-based businesses that are out there. They want to have business succession. They want to transfer it to the next generation. But what are the steps we need to take 
in order for that next generation to be able to grab hold of it and run with the vision. So this Kingdom Advisor Conference was awesome. A lot of good material. We'll be packing it, unpacking it together over the course of the next few weeks. But what I want to do today is I want to finish focusing on this wealth transfers that's happening. Because if this transfer happens and the women aren't ready, or let's just say that there are men that are receiving it too, because you will, but whomever is receiving it, here's the point. If we don't understand spiritual stewardship, if we don't understand the difference between financial independence and financial freedom, then what's going to happen is we'll have the transfer will happen, but not the transformation. Why does God do things? Well, he brings transformation. There's a redeeming quality, whether we like it or not. Money, there is a redemptive quality. We can use it for evil or we can use it for good. It can be redeemed to further the kingdom of God. And to me, that, that's my vote. I want the kingdom of God to be expanded. I want there to be redemption. So how do we prepare individuals? And this is a real area of discussion. You know, I remember driving with George and saying, George, you know, here God's put us over 24 years in the capital district. And I know that there are a lot of people, whether it's on our YouTube channel or whether on our radio that are listening, that's a huge responsibility. And, and how do I prepare this generation to receive the amount of wealth that God's talking to? Because everybody I talk to wants to be rich. Oh yeah, Crystal, sign me up. I think that's a word of the Lord for me. But here's the deal. Does the Lord know that when he hands it to you, you're going to be able to do what's right with it? What would you do? Let's just cut it down and let's say you only got one billion. You didn't even get the trillion. You only ended up with a billion. What would you do? These are the things that we need to begin to prepare for. So last week, we spent a lot of time talking about the spiritual component. We talked about practical things we can start doing now. Now, why is that important that we're doing stuff now? Because he who's faithful with a little... God makes ruler over much. So if we say, hey, God, when the billions come, you know what I'm going to do for the kingdom? How about the $5 going into the 401k right now? What's that doing for the kingdom? It's the little things that we do on a consistent basis that prove and walk out our faith. Don't wait until something big comes and then you're going to be faithful. You know, I think about David, right? When he had his stone and his slingshot but he had to learn on the lion, he had to learn on the bear, so he was ready for Goliath. When we look at our finances from a spiritual standpoint, we've got to start where we are today and not wait until the money comes. If you wanna be financially savvy, you want to be used of the Lord in the area of finances, then accountability to where we are today is critical. So last week, we talked about the importance of values-based investing. We talked, I gave a couple names of some companies. I know that Inspire has Inspire Impact, right? That's a way that you literally can take the name of a company, put it in, find out where it stands. They also have new software, which I think you're going to love. Now, this one, you're right. It's not free, but it's called Resonate. And it's able to look at all the finances there and say, hey, here's some options that you have available to you. Why don't you invest in Crossmark? Why don't you invest in Inspire? Why don't you invest in um, Eventide? All these different companies. So that might be an area where you can begin the process of looking. 
Now, the second area I want to talk about is I want to talk about giving, the stewardship component. And I'm not talking about just the 10%. I'm talking about true understanding that financial freedom, when you get to that place and you know, Lord, you will supply for all my needs according to your riches and glory. Now, how do I give the rest away? I know I'm a little wound up. (laughs) I was wound up last week too. The reason why is I sat in a room. Do you mind if I share this experience with you? When I went to Florida, I went to the conference, right, Kingdom Advisors. And after the conference, I went to this organization called One Hope. And we're a donor there. Their mission is to make sure there's a Bible in the hands of every child. So when we went to there, they talked about the fact that he has been in ministry, the the gentleman, the founder, for over 35 years. And what he did is that night, he said, today, we are literally one book away from giving two billion, with a B, Bibles and putting them in children's hands. So what we thought we would do is we would fly down to El Salvador, right? And we're going to go ahead to this school where we originally went and gave our first set of Bibles out. And we're going to go back there and give our two billionth one. So they set it all up and there's some donors that were there that had their jet and they flew them down there Friday night. So Saturday morning, we're sitting in our session and they have a live stream to El Salvador and they're in this church, right? And all the kids are there and they're all waving their Bibles that they got, except for there were five kids because they did a countdown, right? So everyone has their Bible and they, we were able to watch this ministry give the two, the second billionth Bible to this child. But here's the part that I thought was so cool. Wasn't the two billionth. It was the gentleman who was supervising that school and 12 other schools that were around. And he said, I was part of the first group of kids 35 years ago that received a Bible and it changed my life. And now he supervises the Christian schools there, making sure that other children are growing up in the knowledge and the understanding of God. That, my friends, that's generosity. And when I began to sit there and I watched, first they showed this, and then of course they flew them back home that night so that we could all celebrate Saturday night on what had happened with this two billionth Bible they gave away. But in the afternoon, they had another session and they had people from all around the world coming in. What got me was most of their team leaders, their VPs were between 30 to 40 years old. And there was this one woman that got up and she was Ukrainian. And she said, right before the Ukrainian war had broken out, you know, a few months before that, she had taken a job and been repositioned within One Hope, where she was going to work on the digital platform, right? So when kids would correspond in, she could talk to them over the internet. And she said, I really didn't want that job. I wanted something where I could be out and about with the people. Now, here she's saying this, right, to their top 200 donors, right? So I'm like, oh, pretty transparent there. So she gets up and she said, but two days, two, after the Ukraine war started, she said, I literally was on the computer talking to the youth saying, don't kill yourself. It's okay. I know your house was just bombed. I know you just lost your parent. She said in a matter of weeks, they had over 4,000 Ukrainian teenagers that they were ministering to. When I began to hear things like that, you know, having that new car, having whatever, 
Doesn't that put it all in perspective? I was so excited because in that room that night, in that small area, just those amount of donors, $40 million was raised because for every dollar, we can impact three children and get them the gospel, whether it's digital, whether it's putting a Bible in their hand, whether it's some other campaign that we're doing, because the method will change, but the message will always remain the same. Now you might say, Crystal, what does One Hope have anything to do with Crystal Clear Finances? Well, it has everything to do because my job is not to make financially independent people who have so much wealth stored up in their barns that they have said, I have no fear for the future because I have everything I need. I'd rather have people that, yes, have large wealth stored into their barns, and I've helped them to say that, but who hold it loosely, who can sit in a room and say, oh my goodness, if I give part of this, then I can help that Ukrainian child. Oh, and if I give this, then I'm going to make sure in this country where children are saying, I want to serve the Lord, but that means I'll never see my parents again because they want nothing to do with me because it's not our religion. Folks, generosity. We are given the ability to create, cultivate, and keep that wealth, right? To build it up so that when he says, I have need of it, we say, yes, Lord. And it's diverted to where the cause is. When I began to sit with these people and realize that all different economic statuses, but there was one main goal, get to the children, get to the children, let them know their, the love of God. To me, that's what we talk about generosity. When these trillions transfer into our hands, we have to be ready. But if we have this ungodly attachment to money, when this attachment shows what we're going to wear and how we're going to dress and what we have to be seen in and where we have to go and what type of hotel we're in and all the nonsense we're taught to value, then we eat the seed that could have saved a soul. And that's why this component is, God, help us get ready for this transfer that literally is happening now. We're already in the transfer. It's just going to start picking up. It's going to start accelerating. And that's why we need to be ready. Well, let's go ahead. Let's take a quick 60-second break, and then we'll come back with more Crystal Clear Finances. There are five ways you can lose money unknowingly and unnecessarily. This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. How you pay for your home, what type of retirement plan you use, determining how college loans work, paying taxes now or later, and paying for major capital purchases like cars and vacations. All five of those areas, when handled properly, can help you avoid unnecessary losses within your cash flow. So take time to learn how to make your money work for you by calling the offices of Crystal Clear Finances at 518-433-7181 today. And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm going to try to tone it down and not be preachy. <laughs> Who am I kidding? We all know that that's not going to be true because I'm so fired up and excited about the impact that creating and cultivating resources in your life will have. When you can begin to say, wow, 
I get to participate in that harvest because I sowed that seed. Folks, it's not about whether it was $1, 1 million, or 1 trillion, right? It's about the obedience factor. And that's why we can have financial freedom no matter what economic status we're on because it's a matter of the heart. It is our heart style, right? Where we are, what does the scripture say? That where your treasure is, there your heart is also. So let me give one more point, I promise, and then we're going to move on to the next section. But in order to have spiritual awareness, yes, some of the common sense things we can do today are values-based investing. Yes, we can learn what the difference between financial freedom and financial independence is. We've talked about that. We can go on a journey of generosity, which is a whole new program that we're going to be bringing to Crystal Clear Finances, which is literally sitting down in small groups and walking through discussions of how do we become more generous in our giving to our children, giving to our community, and giving to what God has for us. Now, this is not a guilt type of um, you need to give more money type of thing. It's more of an awakening that peace to know I am free to give because I have financial freedom. You know, one of the questions that you can be asking yourself is, first of all, who owns it? How much is enough? And is the next steward who will receive all this chosen? But here's, get this, chosen and prepared. So let me do that. Who owns it? How much is enough? And is the next steward chosen and prepared to receive the resources? That's part of our job when it comes to the stewardship responsibility. Now, I remember it was just, actually, it was just last year that I felt the Lord say, Crystal, I want you to set a lifestyle ceiling. I thought, well, Lord, is this like a rebuke? Am I like consuming all the seed? And I felt like he said, no, but I'm going to be sending seed to you and I'm going to be blessing you in your business. And I need to know you won't eat what I send you because I have plans for it. I know where it's going to go and I need a safe place to store it until I release it. And these are things that I would encourage you to sit down. Does everyone need a lifestyle ceiling? No. But we want to create that thought process of when is enough? How much is enough for us after we've got our baseball tickets and stock in baseball and we've got the second home and we've figured out all our retirement and we've got this, then Lord, we will bless you. Now, I'm not saying that's not bad because sure, I would like to have all of that, but I am saying there has to be a purpose and we have to be led by God that we will not eat the seed that is headed our way, but we will take the seed and we will store the seed and we will release the seed when he tells us to. So that, that is just the stewardship component. There is so much more than I can add to it, but I don't want to beat this to death. I'll save that for another program. Now, we had talked about there's three parts, right? There's spiritual part, which we've touched on. The second part, in order to us to be able, in my opinion, to effectively receive this transfer of wealth is emotional intelligence. I have worked with individuals whose financial savvy is so off the chart. I have worked with them. Not only are they financially savvy and they know this industry inside and out, 
but they love the Lord. They actually, they are, they want to serve him. Literally tears come down their face. They want to serve them and they have zero emotional intelligence. And because they don't have emotional intelligence, they only go so far and then the doors shut for them. And then they blame God that God's not opening it, or they blame other people that the, they aren't opening the door. But this is why emotional intelligence, if I can speak today, emotional intelligence is so important. When we have a strong work ethic, when we can get to work on time, when we can make sure we put our hand to the plow, when we cannot be easily offended by someone else, when we can submit to authority graciously, when we can present an idea to someone in leadership and then be okay when they say no. I'm gonna just ask there, I'm gonna squirrel there for a moment. What's your reaction? Well, they don't know what God has. Really? Because that's like a lack of emotional intelligence there. We have to be adults, which requires emotional growth so that we can walk out the plan of God. If we're so busy creating trauma and drama, we're so busy worried someone hates us or someone doesn't look right to us or whatever the deal is, that lack of emotional intelligence literally limits what God can do through our lives. And you might say, well, God's all powerful. He can do all things. Yep, he can. He can even make a donkey speak. But the truth of the matter is we have to yield to him. And somehow we got in this crazy thought process that, well, if I just learn how finances work and I just hear what God says, I'm fine. And we don't deal with our emotional component. And that's right where the enemy gets you. So one of the areas that you can begin looking at is your own emotional intelligence. Now, again, you're going to say, Crystal, <laughs> what in the world does this have to do with finances? Oh, it has everything to do with finances. Because emotional intelligence, a healthy person in emotional intelligence knows that they are loved and they are valued. They're not threatened when someone doesn't say hi to them because they walked by them and didn't say hi. Did you see that? They were probably ignoring me. No, they know they're loved. They know they're cared for. They know that if they need help, real help, they can reach out and get it. And they know they have a call of God on their life. When they bring an idea to a pastor and the pastor says, that's not the right time for now, they're like, okay, God, show me another path. Show me what I'm supposed to do. They can pivot because they're flexible and yieldable and humble, and they can walk through carrying the anointing. We think carrying the anointing is just a spiritual component, or if we have lots of money, then obviously we're anointed. But emotional intelligence. How many times have you seen a movie star and you've seen their life turn out horrible and you're thinking, what are you thinking here? I mean, you've got all the money you could ask for. You've got great jobs. You've got the beautiful house and God loves you because he does newsflash. He does love movie stars. But because there was no foundation in emotional intelligence, they're not able to handle the wealth. So your father, heavenly father, who wants the best for you, who is a God of stewardship, is he going to release finance? This is just a question. Will he release finances on you that could hurt you? Hmm, it's something to think about. 
One of the areas that I've always looked at is we've got to grow in this emotional intelligence. We got to learn to be able to get along with people. You know, when we look at where this great calling is going, we look at all the people. I'm going to go back to that one hope story. When you look around this room, those the 200 people, there could have been people that came up to me and said, Crystal, I am worth $15.4 billion. Yes, that's really what they were worth. But they didn't say that to me, but I knew how much they were worth. And they could have said, and you, <laughs> you're not. But they didn't. They sat next to me side by side as we ate dinner and said, where do we expand? Where do you feel God has an anointing on you? What's your gift to the body? I said, well, I can talk really good and I can collect resources. I'm in communication and supply. That's what part of the army I play in. What's yours? And they all began to tell, oh, this is what I can do. And I've, I'm a person with great relationships and connections. If I hear what you need, I know the person you need to connect to. We all have an anointing in it. But if we can't play together in the same sandbox, then we don't get the kingdom of God expanded. And that is why it is so important as I come back from this kingdom advisor event Filled with financial planners, faith-based, we come back to our own states. I know there's only two kingdom advisors here in New York. There are other faith-based individuals here as well. But as one of those, one kingdom advisor, I can say, guys, we've got to grow in that emotional intelligence. Now, how do you do that? All right. Well, there's a couple of things that you can do. You can begin reading books on emotional intelligence. Now, I know some people say, I'm just going to read the Bible, Crystal. I'm not saying stop reading the Bible. I'm just saying, hey, when you want to grow in money, don't you watch the YouTube channel that we have? Don't you read books on finances? Well, my goodness, if you want to grow in emotional intelligence, hey, do a personality profile, do an Enneagram, do the disc one, whichever one floats your boat, but learn who you are and what ticks you off and work on it. Hmm. I could do a mic drop right there. But that's my point is as we begin to understand who we are and grow in our acceptance of who God made us to be, where we fit in the body of Christ, then we can flow one with another. I know that when you come here, my job is to help communicate finances to you, help you grow in the realm of finances, hopefully encourage you to grow in the area of emotional intelligence and always be spiritually aware that there is stewardship that plays a key role. You know, one of the things they've asked me to do through International Apostolic Ministries is they've asked me to start creating Money Mama videos. And I've started doing this on this app because it's different than our uh, financial gems that we do or the Crystal Clear Finances, which is all about money. But my Money Mamas, those are about emotional intelligence because we are raising up a nation of emas, right? The Jewish grandma. We're raising up a nation of money mamas who are going to have spiritual awareness. Oh yes, they're gonna have that emotional intelligence to lead and they're gonna be financially savvy. And they're gonna know this money is transferred to me and it will transform with redemptive purposes. And I'm preaching again. All right, in our remaining time, financial savvy is the third component. And when we talk about being financially savvy, 
This is talking about understanding how money works. One plus one equals two, though with God, he multiplies it. But learning the basics, learning how uh, retirement plans work, learning how charitable remainder trusts work, learning how donor advised funds work, learning all the components of cash flow, those are things that can be taught. The harder one, in my opinion, is the emotional intelligence and the spiritual awareness. Getting those in alignment makes being financially savvy so easy. Well, it's easy to me, but it's something that I enjoy communicating with you so that you are ready to receive. That we can say, hey, we can set up this trust over here and hey, we can set up something over here. And we put in the tactical steps that are needed to receive the blessing of God. Well, I'm looking at the time and yep, we're at the end of another session together, another program. I want to thank you so much for joining me. I hope you hear my heart for you. The transfer is coming. It's meant for you. We've got to get ready spiritually, emotionally, and having financial savvy. So give our office a call at 518-433-7181. Schedule a free initial consultation. And then join me again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.